What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. This is KGB. What up, it's DJ EFN. Yo, what's good? This is Manny Digital. Welcome to another episode of the Fatherhoods Podcast. Raga, raga, raga. I don't know what that was. Yeah, so I, stumb- I stumbled upon an interesting um, post on social media, on Instagram. I want to be... Oh, I, I oh. went too soon. Uh, an actor by the name Sterling K. Brown. I, I've seen him before. I couldn't tell you what movies. I think... Actually, I'm not even going to make it up. He's been, he's a relatively popular actor. Um, he was talking about how what what his wants are for for the relationship between him and his kids. Um, you know, specifically about like affection and showing affection and being able to have that be okay as long as they want to. So I, I want to kind of play a piece of that for us to have a conversation. I want to be able to pick up my son and carry him mm-hmm. for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. And he's long, and he's eight, yeah. and he'll be like, Dada, will you pick me? Like, it is like a little baby voice. And I'd be like, yeah, man, I'll pick you up. Because I want to hug them and kiss them as long as they'll let me hug them and kiss them so it becomes normalized, mm-hmm. so that they know that there's nothing wrong with being hugged and kissed. And in that, they'll be like, I can share with my dad Anything. Because he picks me up and he carries me to bed and he kisses me on the lips and I'm like, yeah, man, because that's how we show love for each other. Not over here. So, <laughs> homie's been in a lot of movies. He was in Black Panther. Yes, that's he was. One of the many movies he's been in. Uh, let's see what other Brown you. Sugar. Look at you, Mr. Google. Predator. Frozen Two. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. His voice, anyway. So, yeah, man. So, it got me thinking. And, you know, we don't, in my house, kissing on the lips is not something that we do. We kind of find it a little strange. But um, I know other folks do it. I don't necessarily feel grossed out or anything if others do it. I just, we just don't do that here. Um, but But I thought it was really interesting because I spend a lot of time, probably subconsciously most of the time, um, Tr- not ne- like thinking about affection reaching a certain limit or or expiring at some point right so like if my kid is 15 i don't expect to be hugging and kissing them at 15 that's my expectation i don't think reality will play out that way just cuz i'm always like trying to you know hug and kiss them on the cheek or whatever regardless of their age so I thought it was really interesting for somebody to come out and, and speak like that about it because it, it brought to me a thought of like, yo, man, like it, it it is okay, right? It should be okay, but you don't see that very often. 
And so I wanted to bring that to the fatherhoods and, and kind of get your guys take. Um, I, 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 I agree with what he's saying. I mean, that I'm on the same, I'm on the same level with, with that. Um, I'm very affectionate with my son. Um, and I think, and I've talked about this before in earlier on when we started this, is that I was, I was pretty, when I found out that I was having a son, I was a little bit conflicted because I just didn't know, like, I guess how affectionate you could be with a boy, with a son, you know, cause I really didn't, I didn't grow up too much around little kids and any of the little kids that I was ever around, um, like family and stuff. It was more, uh, little girls. And so it was a different way of, uh, you know, I just was never around little guys before. So I had no, and, and when you're not growing up with, um, you know, a constant father there. And so you don't really have the context to see, to figure out like, all right, well, what is, what is the relationship like between, uh, you know, a young boy and his father and everyone and everyone's relationship is going to be different, but I just didn't have the context as to, all right, well, how does this, you know, what's, what's, what's the affection level here? You know, should I be affectionate? Should I not? And 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 I was pretty conflicted because I mean, it sounds stupid, but I was just like I didn't really know what what to uh, what to think about it. And then I just stopped thinking about it after a while. Once once I just got in the role of of um, you know being a dad, it was all right. This is my son. Um, he thrives on on affection. It makes our bond closer. Like you know. We hug, I carry him, you know, I give him kisses. I mean, he still sleeps with me, you know, so it's, to me, it's, um, I feel it's made our bond stronger and, and I don't really look at it any kind of way other than I feel like he's got a, a level of trust in me that he probably wouldn't had I not been, um, affectionate and just, you know, kind of followed my gut with, with what his needs are. So what he was saying was very specific to to boys, though. In yeah, that clip. He, yeah. He mentioned his son in particular. Yeah. No, I I agree with um with K. I mean, I don't have a son, so I I wouldn't know, but I would hope that if I have a son or, or I have a, a godson, <clears throat> and yeah, I, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with being affectionate and, and and what you're saying to be affectionate as long as possible, if not forever. Uh, I don't think that father. And son or father and child bond should ever expire. Yeah, it's only going to be the kid in teenager years or whatever preteens that are going to be like, nah, I got away. Like right. even my daughter right now, I'm, I, like you know, I have goddaughters and I have godsons, and I've always kind of felt like ah, I can't be as affectionate as I really want to be, because this is not my kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like that might be weird, um, and I love them all, you know, a lot. So when I had my own child, I'm like. She's screwed because I'm gonna be like just giving her all the love that I've been wanting to give to 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 a child, and to the point where she's like she's like you better stop that like already as a baby she's like she gives me the the hand you know the Heisman she, she palms my face to the side like stop it <laughs> and then sometimes she just loves it and takes it in and you know and she's like give it to me give it to, give it to me so it, it, yeah it's crazy man and I would hope that that uh that with her and if I have a son that. That's something that that never ends and doesn't expire. 
the the one thing I, I would say uh, on the lips kiss just that's not my thing over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I, I was gonna say that's probably a lot a Latino thing, but no, nah, I, I know Latinos that that do kiss on the lips often. Oh no no no! In in my family, uh, yeah, like oh like I, I've, yeah, I've seen it in my family, and I'm just like that's weird, you know, like like chill out, relax, you know, like even my mom, her, you know, my daughter's grandma will sometimes. You know, give her a pop kiss in the mouth, and I'm like, "Stop it! That's weird." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. I see that. You know, unfortunately, like society, and and I think in Latino families, you 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 see this often. There, there does come a time where, like, the males of the family, you see that departure. Like, there's, I, I found, like, if you were comparing sexes, you see more intimate type of uh, bonding and kind of that that stuff that we were just talking about live longer with, with the females within the, in the family. But amongst the guys, you see that departure. Like everybody gets more tough and it's all about being tough and like the machismo shit. And, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn, am I, I don't, I'm conscious of it. So I don't think that's the path I'm going to take with my son. But there, but there are moments where like, you know, boys and men, there is that, that, Sometimes it's a confrontation that occurs. I don't mean like you're going to set it on your kid and nothing like that. But like, you know, you want to hold your kid accountable to a certain standard. And sometimes they want to try you. So when that moment comes, you kind of people start to puff off their chest. And like you kind of forget for a second that's your son. Just for the sake of like instilling a certain, you know, respect for whatever that situation is. And I found myself... Not not in any large degree, but I find myself doing that when I have to reprimand him differently than when I do with my daughters, right? And so I feel like when I think of those moments, I think about it like, damn, bro, like, is this the moment when I'm not, like, looking for him in that affectionate kind of way? And it, all, it never ends up that way. I always go back to the affection and kind of looking for him that way. But it scares me because I don't ever want that to be the moment that changes that dynamic in our relationship. Well, when you, when you had your son, did you find, um, or even after, you know, you had your son and then you had your youngest daughter, have you found, uh, did you notice, uh, any kind of conscious difference in the way that you treated them affectionate wise, or even your older daughter or are both the daughters kind of the same in terms of affection versus, is it different with your son? The 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 biggest difference I would say is between my my oldest daughter and and the rest of the kids. And that more than anything is just age. Right. Um she's like in that mode where she's kind of doesn't really want a ton of affection from either one of us. Um so she'll have her moments where it's okay, but for the most part she's kind of like she'll take it cuz she doesn't want to f- make us feel bad, but she's yeah. not really like looking for it. Right. Um, as far as like when they were born, my my younger two, I didn't. It was so it's it's kind of difficult to to really separate the feelings because it was my first child happened to be mm-hmm. a boy. The you know my first child right happened right. to be a boy, so there's a special feeling around that. And then three years after, it's my first girl you know, coming from my loins, if you will. And that's a different kind of first also. So it was 
the love, I guess, would be equal. It's just because they were firsts in in those you know categories, if you will. Um, so yeah, it's it's been it's been really interesting. But I'd say, generally speaking, like right now, right now, I'm nibbling and find you know being more affectionate toward my daughter, my youngest, only because a she's pushing me the fuck away every time, so it makes me want to go harder. And then B, my son is starting to move down that path of like, yeah, all right, dad, please. But with his mom, oh, affection all night long. He don't care. Mm. So that sucks. He, you have any idea what um, or when when do you check? Are you going to check for the sex on your upcoming child? Yeah, we were supposed to get a get the blood test that would have told us today, but our ridiculous doctor's office whatever it didn't work out so we're supposed to know uh hopefully after this blood test within a week or so do you guys have a preference on do you want another daughter or or you want a son <clears throat> i'm leaning towards a daughter but i you know i don't want to say that out loud which i just did but <laughs> <laughs> um, we, should, we should bleep it just to keep people in suspense <laughs> did, did you guys see that video my girl showed me about those people that did the gender reveal on like i guess on instagram or something and they screwed it up. No, no. So they, they, you know, they had the camera pointing at them while they sat on the couch, and their friend gave them an envelope with the gender inside. It was like the picture of the whatever the the sonogram or whatever it was right. that was going to tell them. So they pulled the picture out of the envelope, and it had a sticky note on it covering <laughs> it, and the sticky note was blue. <laughs> so when they pulled it out and they saw the blue sticky note, they were like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, what a boy." <laughs> They both jumped. Oh man, I'm glad I only wanted a girl. I didn't want a girl. I wanted a boy. Uh, and then they pull over the sticky note, and it's a girl. Oh! And then you see their faces like. And then the the the, the lady, the girl, the wife or whatever, she's like, "That was mean." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she meant the sticky note was mean or that she was being mean to her future daughter, you know. <laughs> and the dude was just like, "What did we do?" And, and to me, I was just like, "Social media got him again." Yeah. <laughs> Wait till that kid sees that shit in 10 years. It's going to be uh, fucking yeah, them up. They're not going to even have that. That social media for them is going to be some hologram shit. They're not going to look at that archaic Instagram. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, mean, I mean, I know you're going to be happy either way, but I'm curious why uh, Why are girls? Is it because you already are familiar with? Yeah, I'm super. Like I said, I had three goddaughters. Right. Um, I have a daughter now. And I'm, the crazy part for me is I've just been around women my whole damn life. Like, it's just you know my dad wasn't around much. I had my mom, I had my grandma, I had my my aunt, my my cousin, my my grandma had like seventeen uh, brothers and sisters, and most of them were sisters. So I had all these older aunts. It's just women, women, women everywhere. And as much as I hated it, I feel like I'm used to it to this at this point. Right. And um and just you know in general I felt like I feel like girls are probably a little easier. That's like kind of my mind frame. They're just easier to deal with, and within certain ages, of course. And on top of that, financially, just to be real, I can just transport all the things that, you know, the baby stuff from my daughter to to my new daughter if that happens. But hand of course, me down. I'll, I'll be just down. as happy if it's a boy. Funny enough, though, that I'm saying the hand-me-downs are, um, I don't know what you'd call her. I guess if she's a doctor or she's the midwife. But one of the people in the clinic or the doctor's office we were saying the same thing about whether we wanted a boy or a girl. And, and then I said the same thing about hand-me-downs. And she's like, she's, I think she's Jamaican. 
But she was like, yeah, it doesn't matter because my brothers inside the house, they were wearing all of our clothes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's like in the house clothes were all right. like wearing dresses and right. tutus and and I'm like, damn. <laughs> I can see how it's yeah, you know, it's efficient, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. But damn. Comes comes a moment where you kinda gotta draw a line. <laughs> Someone comes over like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that your skirt or my skirt today? <laughs> Whose skirt is that? So yeah, I mean if 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 yeah, I don't know. It's funny because I feel like talking about this so much that it could be like a third thing that we don't know about. Like, do you want a boy or a girl or or uh, a dinosaur? You know, like. <laughs> Yo, damn. So wow. I, I mean, but you guys are. Uh, do you find that you guys are treating this pregnancy any differently? Like, are you less? Are you doing anything less or different? I guess. Then, are, you less, are you less paranoid about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's... Um, some days I am, some days I'm not. You know, <laughs> I feel it, it... I feel like I'm less paranoid overall, but I have those days and those nights that I can't sleep because I'm just thinking about everything. Now, if I couldn't sleep over my daughter, now I'm sleep... I can't sleep over my daughter and our unborn child. You know, like, mm. like ah, shit, we gotta get ready. You know, hopefully the pregnancy is good. Hopefully... You know, everything's there, healthy baby, you know, just getting to each stage and hopefully. And then I start to think because I'm such a maniac. I start to think, well, my daughter's only one and a half. Holy shit. We got to go through this for fucking 30 years, you know, to make sure that she at least lived up to 30 years. healthy and fine. And then I'll probably forget <laughs> after that. You know? like, yeah, you, you, you I could leave her something. You're right. You're a fucking maniac. Yeah, hopefully, you know, I die. And then she discovers Drink Champs videos. <laughs> On the archaic YouTube at that point. <laughs> My dad was a pig. Jesus. <laughs> Man. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, honestly, I just want to find out if I'm the only one. Yes, you is are. There ever, is there ever any nights that you guys start to, your your mind, your cogs start moving and thinking about, you know, the future and, and, and you just can't fall asleep at that point because you just start to like stress, or are you guys just fucking Buddhist that just mm, sleep. What? No, my mind will race sometimes, but I don't. But it's really not about too far in the future. It's more short term stuff. Oh no, I'm than... thinking everything like short, middle, long, and then my body goes into fight or flight mode, where all this energy surge comes and I just can't sleep. I, I want to go and save the world now, like save my daughter now. Like, I, 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 the one place where I do that often is about like my mortality, right? I think we mentioned this before, but what I do, so it'll quickly come to mind. I'll be like, yo, this ride is going to end at some point, And that shit kind of stresses me a little bit. And, and I'm not thinking tomorrow. It's not like, oh my God, something can happen. That's not really my concern. It's more like, yo, I, I'm going to be, I don't know. If God allows me, you know, I'll be 90 and that might be the end. You know what I mean? So that kind of stuff. But I quickly say, yo, I kind of look at things and then I say, I can't control that shit right now. And I, I just discard it. But there's moments, there's moments in the short term though, like stressors that are more real in the short term that I'm, my best mechanism to fight against it is actually having a conversation with my wife. Like, I'll just be like, I'll notice that my mood is different or 
I'm like visibly acting a way that I probably shouldn't. And I take it, I self-analyze and I'm like, yo, honey, you got a minute? Like, I need to tell you something. And then we just have the dialogue. And then at the end of it all, it's kind of the same process, but she helps me get rid of it versus me knowing how to do it. I do a similar thing. It just backfires on me because our dialogue doesn't go in that, <laughs> you know, hunky dory direction. <laughs> like, it, it, I want, like, I almost feel it's my bad that I, I'm trying to get her on the same anxiety tip as me. And it just, you know, and then I'm like trying to correct anything I think that she could maybe be helping with or insinuate maybe, hey, maybe we could do fix these things. And then she's like, yeah, what the, f-? you know, she'll get offended. Like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? And, and then it just like goes haywire from from that point on. Um, and, and going to your mortality thing, it's funny because I feel like I'm less worried about my mortality in the in the conventional way before having kids where you're just worried about, you know, your safety in certain aspects or, you know, how long you're going to live. I'm I'm only worried about my mortality in terms of me being here long enough to help my family get through the, the, the important years of their lives. That's all really I'm worried about, you know. Um, other than that, I give a shit about my life at that point. Wow. Like, I, I want to get to that. I mean, I give a shit. Don't, no, don't, no, no, no. I, I understand. Fucking some guy's going to call me. After, <laughs> hey, uh, you got an issue. You got an issue. <laughs> No, but I, I almost, I almost wish I could look at it that way, like, right. cause, cause that I feel like that's the right way to think about it. Like, yo, there's nothing you're gonna do about it. That that chapter closes. Everybody has to go through that shit. Right. So you're better off being accepting of it. Obviously, not looking to fucking off yourself. That's not that's not what you're saying. No, but, no, 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 no. But like, and, and, let and nature wait, take its course. And even more of a mind fuck. This we should call this the mind fuck episode. <laughs> Even more of a mindfuck when I do think about my mortality in the sense that I just want to be around long enough to make sure the family's good, then it puts me in a rabbit hole where I'm like, holy shit, for sure I'm going to die. Therefore, my child is for sure going to die. Oh, fuck. I can't sleep now. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like, I don't want that. Like, I want, I don't want that. Why did we bring him here to die? What the fuck? And then I start going through that whole fucking rabbit's hole of a fucking mindfuck. I just, whenever I start going through any of that stuff, I I, I just tell myself, I tell my, I try to train my mind to start to like shut, shut off or like I'm having a conversation with someone else. Like, all right, time to, you know, stop thinking like that, you know, that kind of thing and, and jump on to something else. Um, Because there's really nothing. I mean, what can you really do? The stress is not going to help. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And I try to turn off my mind at night by reading stuff on, on the phone. It seems like Apple News is like, uh, you're a father me. now. Let's fucking <laughs> throw at you all the tragic things that are happening to kids around the world. Yeah. And yo, I swear to God, I'll be in bed. I'll be like, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Who, what? <laughs> Fuck. Who would do this to a child? This poor kid. Ah, like I'm going through all these emotions. You know, kid dies of this, and father kills family. I'm like, oh my god, man. Yeah. I usually, I usually fall asleep. I'd be, usually, my son and my wife are the first ones to fall asleep, and so my normal kind of nighttime routine is they're already asleep, and then everything feels calm at that point. And then I just I feel pretty thankful. I'm just like, damn, this is a nice part of the day because everyone's safe. Everyone is like 
looking comfortable and seeming like they're at peace. So that helps me like not have a bunch of anxiety uh, at night because I, cause I just, I, I kind of take it for the moment, like, all right, this is kind of the, you know, a, a part of the day that I look forward to where everyone seems at peace and we made it through another day. And that's, I just kind of take it for, for the moment. I need the Kether audio book to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, that doesn't work for me at all. Fucking Buddha K over here. Now, it Jesus. doesn't work. All, again, it doesn't work all the time. There are times where, you know, I've got my mind racing. But again, it's usually more like it's usually more short term. Like that week is, is there shit that I feel like I need to get done that hasn't been getting done, that kind of stuff. But as far as like the. I don't know, man, I, I just I tend to just. I tell my feelings how to feel, basically. Ooh. Damn. That's dog. deep. That's insane. Tell your feelings how to feel. Bitch. That's a shirt. <laughs> and that was actually that was actually uh uh when I used to work with Bill Adler and um it, Rev Run used to send out these email blasts every yeah, day. I remember that. The words of wisdom yeah. got put on the list. Uh, and, yeah. that, and that was one of uh, our favorite ones that he sent was tell your feelings how to feel. <laughs> I remember he printed it out and saved it. And that one always stuck was like, damn, you just so whatever yeah. you respond with, my feelings just punked me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I, you know what funny puts me to sleep? Watching World War II documentaries. <laughs> that yeah. puts me to sleep. Yo, how about you just pick up an old book on meditation and just put a little light, candlelight, and ease yourself into bed? No, that'll hurt my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we. Before I forget, we're we're launching a website. Did you guys know this? No, we have yeah. a, we have a website. Yeah. So by the time this airs, we should have our website up and running. If not, okay, you're gonna edit that part. Um, it is buy, father. Buy buy some nice fatherhood t-shirts. Yes, uh, that so that prompted the reason why I brought this up. So fatherhoodspod.com. We've got episodes on there. We've got other content, hopefully at some point, and we do have a merch area. So go get your merch, go get your fatherhood's official tees and uh, support the show, man. Uh, we've been going for free for a while. And while we enjoy doing this, uh, we want to scale and grow and maybe come to a city near you. And the only way we're going to do that is funding. So we should. Uh, sorry. No. So, yeah, tell a friend, go check out the site and tell us what you think. We should have a game on the on the site. That um, as you like win or answer questions correctly, it starts to like show more of Kether's face. <laughs> Not even supposed to say your name, KGB's face. My, the the infamous uh, pixelated Pix face. Pixel, the <laughs> yeah. pixels start dropping like off. One pixel, yeah, one pixel. Like oh shit, it's right. addictive. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very happy once uh you know once all the shit hits the fan with everyone's pictures out there and the. <laughs> what are you saying? In the digital verse, and I won't have mine out there. And he's still incognito. Facial recognition, <laughs> no facial recognition feature. You're kind of already in, in there. You're in, in our feet. What I know. I know. <laughs> oh man, look, I uh, I'd love to continue having this conversation, but I need to go eat before I go to bed because that's what healthy people do. Not nah. right before you go to bed. No, it's terrible for you. 
<laughs> don't even take a shower because according to Hispanic, oh, <laughs> wait thirty minutes. Drop, he'll drop dead in your in the shower. <laughs> no, thank you. I already got mortality issues. Thank you very much. All right, guys, stay alive for another forty years of Fatherhood's podcast. I'm doing 50? eighty. I'm doing eighty more. Going you, call, you want me to call you before you uh, go to sleep tonight? If I can <laughs> soothe, <laughs> soothe him. <laughs> Just send me a voice memo that's at least twenty minutes long. You Just now, feel. <laughs> think about your family in their beds. <laughs> Be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful. <laughs> They're at peace. No one's gonna die tonight, Eric. <laughs> oh, what? That's be my. What is it? The ASRM or what the hell is that? A- ASMR. ASMR. I'm thinking of the ASR10. Yeah. By the way, this is a good time to promote it. Uh, K's ASMR audiobook is coming out in a couple of weeks. So yeah. yeah, sign up. What's it called? Punch your feelings in the face. What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, y'all. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Later.